Hallelujah. Amen. Let's pray. Father, in Jesus' name, I praise your holy name. I pray that you teach us your word, line upon line, precept upon precept. Let the power of the Holy Spirit overshadow us. Let your glory and your might be our portion as we go through the preaching and teaching of your word. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Tell somebody, bear fruit by being rooted. Swaba. In Colossians chapter 2, verse 6 and 7, the Bible says that as you have therefore received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk in Him. Colossians Be rooted and built up in Him. And be established in the faith. There are many people who are not established, so God wants you to be established in the faith. Bible says that be rooted and built up in Him. The height of every building depends on how deep it goes. The strength of a, of a tree depends on the roots. So God wants you to be rooted. If you are to be rooted, it means that God is liking you to being a tree. The Bible says in John 15, 5, that Jesus said, I'm the vine and you are the branches. He that abides me and I him the same bears much fruit. For without me, you can do nothing. So, you must know that you are part of a tree. And that you are a tree. In the Old Testament, Isaiah chapter 61 verse 3. The Bible says that to appoint unto them that mourn in Zion. To give unto them beauty for ashes. This man may the Lord give you beauty for ashes. The oil of joy instead of mourning. The, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. The Bible says that they might be called the trees of righteousness. That's what I'm a tree of righteousness. The planting of the Lord. Two key things you have to take note of here. Trees of righteousness. And that these trees are the planting of the Lord. Everybody determines where he wants his tree to be planted. So if you are the planting of the Lord. It means that where you were planted is where God wants you to be. It's amazing where we were born, who our parents are. Naturally speaking, we might want certain people to become our parents. Some of us may probably would have liked to be born in America or in Europe. But for the purpose of God to be established in our lives, He decided that we should be born in Africa. And possibly not even in cities, but in some remote villages. Probably even to some uneducated parents. But you look at them and you say, mm, 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 I, I don't want these people to be my parents. But in the wisdom of God, God said they should be your parents. In the wisdom of God, God said that 12 of you should sleep in one room. 
But it's all a training ground that at the end of the day, his purposes shall be fulfilled. So the Bible says that we are trees of righteousness and the planting of the Lord. Let's look at a, a few th- a laws that govern the growth of trees. Number one, trees grow where they are planted. So if the Bible says that you are a tree of righteousness, then it means that you must grow where you are planted. In Psalm 92 verse 12 to 14, the Bible says that the righteous shall flourish like the palm tree. I decree today that may you flourish like the palm tree. He shall grow like a cedar in Lebanon. In fact, the palm tree has its, its multi-purpose. Right from the leaves to the roots. Every part is very important. In like manner, every part of you is important to God. And as a church, every individual is important to God. Can I have an amen? Amen. Tell somebody you are important to God. Tell that person I am important to God. Hallelujah. Amen. I told you that when it comes to the, one of the reasons why the Bible likens a Christian to the palm tree. Now the palm tree, the reason why the palm tree is always very strong. When the wind blows, many trees fall, but palm trees hardly fall because they've got what we call the adventitious root system. And their root system tend to interlock with one another. So because of the interlocking of the, their root system, one, one tree with the root of one tree with another tree and the other trees around, the ground there is very firm and they, uh, they are held together and so they hardly fall. Amen. And they are also able to get nutrients from very far distances. And one important characteristic about the palm tree is its crown. Most trees have what we call terminal buds. And the terminal buds, when you cut the, the terminal bud of a tree, it will still do well. When you cut the terminal bud of a mango tree, it can still bear fruit. But when you cut the terminal bud of the, of the palm tree, which is the top part, it will not grow again. Now the terminal bud of the palm tree is likened to Christ who is our head. When you cut off somebody's head from him, he's finished. When you cut off Christ from your life, you are finished. And that's why Jesus said, I'm the vine, you are the branches. He that is connected to me will bear fruit. But he who is disconnected, he can do nothing. So it means that your fruitfulness depends on your deep connection to Christ the head of the church. So the swabai and it's a woman Christ to ye, it's answer a big dry a drebia, who channels runner, and to me and so a bay, and a mom a drebia, the Wuchaswa, it's me fifty into the way to two say, Christo any etino, and to Wucha etin every one of my and yadia and Pibian ebit me. The Bible said, Then those that are planted in the house of the Lord, they shall flourish in the course of our God. Why a drew ewon yami fienu, almost so a ba ewon. It didn't say those who are planted at the discos. Those, those who are planted by television sets. Those who are planted by television sets. 
Those that are planted at restaurants. Those that are planted at sports stadium. But he said, those who are planted in the house of the Lord, they shall flourish. So if you want to flourish and do well, you must be planted. But you must be planted in the house of the Lord. And when you plant something somewhere, you always find it there. You don't plant a tree, a pear tree in your house, and then two days later you find a pear tree in in uh, in two houses away. Or the, the pear tree has gone for a visit. And I said, somewhere else it's always located where it is and you must be located where you have been planted so if this is a church where God has planted you you must be planted here when a tree is planted at a place the sun will shine on it there. The rain will come upon it there. The wind will blow upon it there. The tree doesn't say the sun is too hot there, so I've moved. Or, or the, the rain is too torrential. Or the, the, it's too windy. So I want to be moved somewhere. It stays there and braves through all the environmental harsh conditions and spiritually too when God plants you in a place you must be rooted there you must be built up there in the name of the Lord Jesus and that is why you have to you have to be committed to your local church. I told you last week that there are three types of committed people there's a fair weather commitment situation friendship commitment and there's a marital commitment fair weather commitment is when everything is, is nice when you start a relationship it looks like everything seems to be smooth when you see a young man and a young woman they start courting everything hello honey, hello honey, hello honey let's go and eat here and there that's fair weather but then with time you face the realities of humankind you will see not only the right leg, but the person will show the left leg. You may see another side of a person. But, but it's still part of the person. So you must accept the person who and flow. Can I have an amen? Amen. So when you are in a church, Everything may not be 100%. You should not be a fair weather Christian because, you know, when you came, everything looked interesting. And then with time, somebody does something you're unhappy about. And then say, because of that, I don't want to be part of the church again. Let me tell you this. You don't get into a relationship for happiness. You get into a relationship for purpose. 
Fekubwa woko muno, enye enijienti ena woko muno, emu muno senti. Timpobi etechi. You don't marry just for happiness. Wumware se enijie mkwenti. If you are to marry for happiness, I'm telling you, you ask many people who are married, they will tell you that it's not every time that they, they, they seem excited. Say it goes to the lot of sacrifice. As a woman, you go to work and you come, you have to cook. You have to do this. You have to clean up people. You know, when you, you start having children, you know, the, the pressure of taking care of the children, this one is screaming. When you wake up this one, you know, to go and bath this one, then this one has run away here yeah, and run away. The frustrations that you go through, you know, in order to be able to get the kids to go to school, by the time they get to school, you are tired. And then there are other things to do. Amen? So don't think that you are going to get into marriage just for happiness sake, but you are getting in there for the fulfillment of a purpose. When you have a, a friend, a beloved, you don't say, you must be in the relationship because you want the person's life to become a better life. Not because of what you are going to gain. If you start having a gain mentality in relationships, you will be disappointed. But when you think about giving in order to make people's life better, you must always make your think that you are water hose. Water hose waters other things. When they ask somebody, you say, I, like, I want a man who will come and take care of me. I want a man who this. Uh, and say, worry. You, you have missed it. Yeah. Your, your, your whole mindset of wanting somebody's, like the man should become a caretaker of your soul. Yeah, caretaker. Uh, meanwhile, the Bible says Christ is the, he's a great shepherd. You are making a human being a great shepherd. Amen? So, you must think of getting into a relationship by becoming a blessing. Amen? By becoming what? A blessing. What can I give to make this person a better person? What can I do for this person? So, when you also get into a church... Your mindset must be, what can I give to this church to make it a better church? Amen. Hello? Hi. Yeah. Yeah. That's why J.F. Kennedy told America, it is not what you, America can do for you, but what can you do for America? And that is what has made it. When you go to Europe, you will see how they fight to save human beings, the Western world. In Ghana, when you go to the hospital, and you are, they, can just, they just leave you. And you'll be lying down. Because people are looking for money first. But there, the moment there's an accident, you will see how they are using helicopters and right on the People are risking their lives to save lives. They are risking their lives to save lives. Till, I mean, to the last breath, you are not left alone. They will do everything, you know, to make sure that you are pulled up. You are, they do everything. And that is why their nation is well built. And I believe that we can build our nation and build our homes and build our church and build our families when we become committed one to another. It it's a lack of commitment that has brought about our states, mm. the state of our country, and the state of our families, and the state of our church depends on our individual commitments. Yeah, when people work at the civil society, say, hey, Majuma, where are you? 
They say, Abai. And so they won't. Don't go to work early. They'll be, they'll be talking. Hey, Abai. And the same church. Even when they come to, you see, it's the colonial mentality that they're doing for the white man. And then this thing has even come into the church. So when they come, they say, the church, am I the pastor? So I'm not the pastor. So I don't have to come. I don't have to sweep. And if, they are, if people are even doing anything, they think they are doing for the pastor. The pastor is only a leader of the church, delegated by Jesus. But the real owner of the church is Jesus. I'm not the owner of this church. Amen. Hello? Amen. I cannot be the owner of Jesus. I didn't die for you. Did I die for you? No. Jesus died for you. You only came for me to preach the word of God to you. Mm. So anytime you are doing anything, have at the back of your mind that there is a God who is watching you mm. and there is a God you are accountable to mm. and there's a God who will bless you and not man. Don't even look for a thank you from a man. Don't look for a thank you from me. Because when, if you're expecting a thank you from me and I probably overlooked that, You'll be, you be disappointed. And you, you say that, look at the pastor. For all that I have done, he, he couldn't even say thank you to me. I'm not saying, I, I show appreciation. Mm. Yeah. I, as much as I can. But being human, no human being is 100% perfect. And even when Jesus came, even when he was healing the sick, people still found a problem. So a human beings will always find a problem with somebody who is in a human body. But always know that whatever you are doing, your works are unto the Lord. Amen. And from, Amen. from the Lord, you will get your blessings. Can I have an amen? Amen. So, don't be a fair weather Christian. And don't be a situational friendship committee Christian. A situational friendship Christian is the one who worships in a place when the situation permits. When the church is close to you, the moment you have moved away a little from the church, you say, I, I, won't, I won't go to the church again. When you get pregnant, this. And then you are thrown up a little say, I, I won't go to church. Or when you have one or two children and they keep giving you a price, say, children, they throw me too much. Meanwhile, you've been praying. You. Hmm. As the children have come now, the children are stopping you hmm. from coming to church. Listen to me. I keep saying that do not let anything or anybody stop you in your relationship with God and in your service of God. Don't let your work stop you from can I have an amen? Amen. No parents should stop you from serving the Lord. Then the third type of commitment is the marital commitment. We marry with an intention of marrying for life. So you must have, listen, the moment you are getting into marriage, don't think of the fact that when problems come up, I will I'm jumping out. You must learn to break and burn your bridges. Before you get into it. Answer. So once you get into this, it means it's for life. It means that you have to learn to adjust to many things. 
And the truth is that it is not every marriage that will make you very make you be smiling. You can meet, you can have very difficult married partners. Hello? Hi. Yeah. Very difficult married partners. But, but that is your choice. And no. So learn to adjust. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Maybe the, for me, the only part I would say you probably have to move aside is when the person is being physical. Because if a person is being physical, maybe the person is getting mad. Oh. Let me tell you, there are many people who are married to mental patients. You didn't hear me. I said, there are many people. So, you, you people, those of you who are not married, if you have somebody who is in slapping, slapping, you must know that he, he can be a possible mental patient. Yeah. Yeah. There are many people that voices, they are being influenced by voices. One day, a certain man, he went to his pastor. I said, Bishop, when I tell my wife I love her, all she thinks, hears, and th- says is that I hate her. And any time that the man tries to do something, show love, and buy something special for her, she thinks that the man is doing something bad, so she's buying a gift to cover up his bad behaviors. It is mental, mental sickness. And especially when you go to Europe, you see people in nice coat and tie walking around like that. But every time they are, they are, being, they are going to a psychiatric hospital to be helped. In Ghana, we don't do that. That's why. So there are many mental, me, mentally defective people. And that's the reason why you've got to know people very well. And the Bible says, for knowing no man after the flesh. So present the person before God and say, God, who is this person? And that's why you don't also hide the person. Uh, the last minute when you want to marry the person, say, Pastor, we have come. So you don't give us an opportunity to investigate the person, both spiritually and socially, and to be able to give you the right counsel. And we're even afraid to give you the right counsel because if you give the right counsel, you become angry with us. Yeah, you become angry with us. Sincerely. So for some of you, when you come and say, if I, you say, yes, if I. Yeah, what do, what do you want us to say? If I, yes, if I. Maybe I have seen that you know fine, but... If I, are you following me? Yes. Yeah. If I. <laughs> Am I preaching here? Yeah. Yeah. Hallelujah. Amen. So, please, when somebody is abusive towards you, that one, don't stay there. The person will kill you. Never stay with an abusive person. That is why for me, if you don't respect, I will not want to get close to you. You have to learn to respect me as a person. So we will be I respect people. You, 
Is that right? Mm. So when I see that you are somewhere, you are not, you are not, because when somebody doesn't respect you, he can do anything to you. What you don't respect, you abuse. Mm. You didn't hear me. I said, what you don't respect, you abuse. Never give your heart and your time to somebody who doesn't respect you. When I see that you don't respect me, you'll pass here, I'll pass here. Amen? Amen. Yeah. And no man is your last stop, and no woman is your last stop. Some people say, oh, you know, I've worked with a man five years. We've worked seven years. So, if there's poison there, and you stay with poison for seven years, you are going to drink the poison. Because of what? If you are inside already, then you probably have to adjust. But if you are not inside, don't get inside. Hello? Hi. Uh, and if you are inside already, make sure that you, 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 you live in such a way that the poison does not get into you. Why should you die before your time? Hello? Yeah. One day, a certain man in the 70s, you know what he said? He said he's alive because he's not married to somebody. Your marriage can kill you early. When you, when you marry the wrong person. It's true. You want to marry the wrong So those of you young people, hey, I want to marry you. I want to marry you. Who do you want to marry? It's a question. Is it someone to be beating you? Someone who is a mental patient? Even though he looks very nice. He's dressed very good. He's got money. He's driving car. A mental patient doesn't mean he can't drive a car. He can drive a car. He speaks good English. Is that right? He speaks good English. He knows how to kiss very well. He knows how to carry you and do a see so up and down. He's very romantic, but he's mad. Why and our person worry no? Niobeshu wasum na na jimu ekani kakra anase ni pape. Amen. Amen. So when you join a church, you must have a sense of marital commitment. So say marital commitment. This is my church. Does anybody change your hometown? You can change. You don't change your hometown. You don't change your family house. Say this is your family house, and so that the family house he's broken into four pieces. It's only one quarter that is standing there, but you still say this is my family house. So it's important to grow where you have been planted. You see, it's children that every now and then they want to move here and want to move there. Adults are stable. So you need to be stable. Trees grow well where they are planted. But you see animals moving all over the place. That is why trees usually grow older or they live longer than animals. And as Isaiah 22 confirms that, that for us the days of a tree are the days of my people. Can I have an amen? Amen. Yeah. So learn to stay in one church and being committed to your local church. Every now and then, the enemy will tell you, you see, their, their grass always looks greener elsewhere. 
So when you see some grass, somebody say, hey, that place looks very nice. But when you go there, you see that there are some patches there. So grow where you are planted by eating the food in the house. Eating from different places can give you gastrointestinal problems. Trees also grow taller and bigger than men. And they grow in the place. Why do they do well? Because they are planted in one place. There's a place for every tree. Cocoa trees don't grow well. They don't grow at the beach. Because there's, that's a sandy soil and salty as well. Cocoa grows in loamy soil. So in the wisdom of God, God chooses who your church should be, uh, where, uh, what, what, who your pastor should be, and what your church should be. So you can flourish in there. In Psalm 27 verse 8, it says, As a bird that wandered from her nest, so is a man that wandered from his place. There's a place called your place. This church is your place. And for some of you, you can even see that you have a chair you sit on. When you come to church, you see that there's a chair you like to sit on. Eh? Yeah. Because that is your place. When you go to most homes, you find out that the man of the house has his chair he sits on. Anyway, when you go to a house and they say sit down, then you sit on it, ask which chair you should sit on. Because you may go and sit on the wrong chair. So let them show you the chair to sit on. Amen. Amen. Trees grow towards the sun. It is known as phototropism in science. <laughs> Trees will always grow towards the sun. And in Malachi chapter 4 verse 2, the Bible says that, but unto you that fear my name shall the sun of righteousness arise with healing in his wings. And you shall go forth and grow up. So may you grow up towards Christ. May you grow forward. May you grow upward. And may you grow Godward. Second Peter 3.18 says that grow in grace. And in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Smith Wigglesworth once said to live two days. In succession on the same spiritual plane is a tragedy. To live two days in succession on the same spiritual plane is a tragedy. It means that every day you must grow up as a Christian. Every day you must have inculcated yourself a fresh word of God. 
If you always start saying, when we were we, where were you? You are Pasco. You are Pasco Christian. You must be current. You must be fervent. You don't say, oh, we have served the church and we have done some, so now it's your turn. You to do some. No, the, the Bible says the Proverbs 4.18, the path of the righteous shines brighter and brighter. Your life should become brighter and brighter. Your service should become brighter and brighter. Your commitment must become hotter and hotter. If you are married, your love for your spouse should become stronger and stronger. When you are in the church, you must become more and more committed. You must desire to grow. And growth comes by the word of God. First Peter 2, 2 says that newborn babes desire the sincere milk of the word that you may grow thereby. Trees also produce more fruits than men. Psalm 92, 13 and 14 says that those who are planted in the house of the Lord, they shall flourish in the cause of our God. May you flourish in the cause of our God. I said, may you flourish in the cause of our God. They shall still bring forth fruit in old age. Hallelujah. Amen. Most men after 70, 80 years or 90, they can they can flourish again or give birth. But at 500 years, some trees can still be bringing forth fruits. And God says, as a believer, you must bring forth fruits. So don't be a Christian and bear fruit for two years and say, I've done enough. In fact, I wish I were back to my teenage years when I said, I found the Lord so that I will serve God. By God's grace, I have served God for 42 years. And it's just like only yesterday that I started. And I trust God for his strength and grace so, so that I can serve him for so many more years. I, that's why I'm going to Ashama in some of those places. I want to be able to go to more villages. I want to be able to stand in tractors and be going around preaching the word of God. Because the day you stop breathing life that your productivity has ended. So the Bible is saying that we are trees of righteousness. Now, when a tree is being planted first, it starts as a seedling. And it is planted at a required place for a service. Most of the time, seedlings are found in a rubber. Or a polythene. And for it to do well, you've got to remove the rubber around it. The rubber initially creates a certain kind of environment. But for the plant to interact with its new environment, the rubber must be removed. And if God is planting us in a church or in a place, 
we must also cause our rubber to be removed. What is the rubber here? Rubber, okay. And any day, the rubber, rubber, no, is the ideas, the concepts, that we already had before we came to know the Lord. The rubber is talking about our practices and traditions that we are carried from either our old church or our background or our beliefs. Where we used to fellowship. Some, where we used to fellowship, we used to do this that way. But this is not where you used to fellowship. This is now where you fellowship. Where you used to fellowship, maybe it was okay to sit at the back there and be chatting. But here it's not acceptable. Where you used to fellowship, you could sit there and fold your arm and become like a professor who is marking your students. But here you must have your Bible and your notebooks and write notes. Where you fellowship, you used to make your face very straight like a diplomat. When people are smiling, you don't smile. So what's the reason for the smile? But here, we encourage the preaching and we encourage the atmosphere by smiling and by shouting and by clapping our hands. And we are not here to mark the preacher. I grew up in the Catholic Church. I went to a seminary. Seminary, I taught catechism. Catechism, I've dealt with a lot of the bishops. Bishops, In fact, the current bishop, Metropolitan Bishop of Accra, I played volleyball with him. Metropolitan Bishop, The Bishop of Koforidia, I served him. When he was in Upper Six, I was in Form One. The Metropolitan Bishop here, when he was in uh, lower six, I was informed too. No, we played football school. Never on the day that you go to church whereby you will see anybody criticizing the, 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 the priest for his preaching, whatever. The important thing is that the priest has come, he has opened the Bible, he has gone through the liturgy, and then he has lifted his hands. Moon, sorry. Do you understand Paternoster? You don't understand. But he said, Because you believe that he's a holy man of God, he's called of God, he's anointed of God, and what he says, you go along with it. You don't fight it. Can I have an amen? Amen. Yeah. So you don't come to church as NDC MPP. When the singers sing, they are forcing. And then you come and you are criticizing their singing. 
Anything that you see, as you come around, all the good things you don't see. You every time is something negative that you see. Meanwhile, we don't even see your input as well. Because when you are busily within your farm, you don't see the weeds on somebody else's farm. Can I have an amen? Amen. So may we may we become people who become well integrated into our church by not bringing our past, but but letting the new things that are in the place. May we follow that. Can I have an amen? Amen. Let's remove the rubber. Just one. Remove the rubber. You rubber no. There's a saying that if you go to Rome, you do as the Romans do. You see, if you are in a church like Royal House Chapel, by the time I've preached 30 minutes, you'd have shouted, I receive it. You'd have yeah. shut up about 50 times already. Who am I talking to? I am the one. Somebody shout, I receive it. I receive it. I receive it. I receive it. And before you have, as I'm preaching, you see people just flocking the altar. That is their culture. That is their way of doing things. If you want to stay in Royal House Chapel and flourish, you have to learn how to do, I receive it. You have to learn how to stand up and shout, I receive it. You can't go and put up a morose face. Are you getting me? Yeah, I receive it, I receive it. And, and they've been doing I receive it and they have been blessed. Amen. Amen. And not fighting the pastor. And the, the pastor can shout and say, Bulu. But, but they don't have a problem with him. It's a father talking to them. Maybe they are doing Bulu something. And so I tell them, Don't be Bulu. You don't get time saying, hey, Look, we came to the church. He said, Bulu. So I've taken my Bible and I'm going. No, 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 no. Why can't you be corrected? That's a problem. You see, it's a, a certain pride. Do you know who you are? We are very proud of. Yeah. Mm. And I say, pride goes before what? A fall. And you must be very happy when somebody can correct you. Yeah. Yes. Say you Amen. Amen. You see, when I became, when, 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 when I, as a young pastor, fresh from university, I love my pastor. I was doing things. The, the best of it, I was there to support my pastor. And then my pastor left his pulpit, go and do something somewhere else, and I was to preach. And as I stood there, I was fired up. My whole thing was the word of God that was inside of me. That was a burden. And then I didn't acknowledge him at that time. That da, 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 da. And so one of the guys came to me, a little elderly, and came and said that, I think you forgot to mention pastor's name and things and to acknowledge him. I said, thank you so much. And I found out that I was seriously in error. And I started doing it and doing it well. Oh, after that, how my pastor loved me. So from there, eventually I was made a resident pastor. Because if you could trust that, if it's not there, I will not stand there as ogakatakata. You know, some people, eh, when, when you give them the opportunity, they want to push you away. They will erase your name. A pastor told me in America, he said, he wanted to relocate to Ghana. He asked somebody to just be taking care of the church and whilst he was working out his plan. He said, when he has not even left to Ghana, the guy has started changing the documents. The man who has labored with his life for years, he has started, the, he was erasing the man out of the church to take over the church. 
He said, when he saw that, he said, this guy, you are not even staying in the church. You are removed. Yeah. You have to learn to acknowledge people that have labored. When somebody gives you his pulpit, listen, it is not by force. Now, let me say this here. When you are coming to get married, and you are marrying somebody who is not in the church, and their pastor is coming, it is not automatic that the pastor has to come and stand in our pulpit and preach. It is just an honor that the person is given to preach because the pulpit belongs to the pastor of the house. So if he's not sure as to what the person coming is coming to say to his children, and the pulpit is a, a spiritual place where the word of God is disseminated, and what God wants to say to his people through the ministry of the man. So if the person is coming to preach anything contrary, that's it. That is why we don't just invite anybody because he's raising the dead. You will never get anybody just to give your children food if you are not sure of who they are. Never. Never let anybody give your children food. No matter how much they are smiling with you, if you don't know who they are. Amen. Amen. So if you are even a pastor in this church, the pulpit is not yours. I'm the pastor of the place. Amen. Amen. If you want a pulpit, evangelism is there. That is why the world, that's why John Wesley said, the world is my parish. So when I give you a pulpit, it is an honor I have done you. And you must share, and don't come and then stand here and insult me. And act like your ministry is superior. That's why when you go to any place, you must honor the man of God who has raised the pulpit over there and place you. As a matter of fact, all that you are doing, you are standing on the grace and anointing of the person to be able to minister. So if you are ministering, you are ministering so powerfully, it's not just you. Because an, a certain altar, a certain uh, altar has been raised up. Including all of you who sing. Amen. It's a privilege that has been given to you. Yes. When we give you a microphone, mm. it's a blessing that you have been given. Anything you are asked to do in the house of God, when you are called to do anything, it means that mercy has been shown to you, honor know. has been given to you, and you yeah. have been promoted. When this man said what he said to me, and I did what was right, it brought about promotion in my life. Amen. Yeah. That's why my pastor, my pastor decided to promote me. He said, this boy, if I'm not around, he will not take over the church. I'd rather when he's not around, that is when I'll go around organizing the people. I'll go to choir practice. I'll go for ashes meeting. I'll go this, I'll go, I, I'll go all over the place. Bishop Ajin told his resident pastor when he made a resident, he said, if you want to see a good, know a good resident pastor, go and see Reverend Ekuban. Yes. Yes. Dr. Mason Tabi and all of them, they honored me for, for my services. Yeah. Selfless service. Awesome. I'm driving my pastor all around. They used to call me my pastor's dog. And a dog is a sign of loyalty. Mm. Yes, my pastor's dog. Hold this Bible. I was serving and serving the wife. My pastor's wife was Mama Lily's junior in school. Junior cry. But we respected her. I used to drive her around. 
And mommy has to accept the fact that this is our pastor's wife. In school, she was senior, but in the church, in the rankings of the church, Ooh. she has not become senior. Hey! You don't say this is a... That is why your pastor, your pastor is not your classmate. Your pastor is not your junior brother. Your pastor is not your... Bishop Oyedopo's father calls him daddy. His father calls him what? Daddy. My, my sister is here. My sister calls me daddy. Amen. Right in this church. I didn't ask her to call me daddy from her heart. That she's showing respect and regard for my office. Amen. Amen. Yeah. And when you do that, you'll be blessed from your heart. You'll be blessed. So don't go around. Some of you too will say daddy by when you say a kuba and I say that. So aquano. Sometimes some say aquano. Don't do that. Hello? Yeah. Don't do that. Don't mention your pastor. You can mention anybody's name. Anyhow, but your pastor is your pastor because he's an agent of God through which God blesses your life. Are we learning something here? Yes. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So, you must go by what is going on there. In First John 2, 19, it says, they went out from us, but they were not of us. They went out from us, but they were not of us. There can be people in the church who are with us but they are not of us. Because they don't have the spirit of the house. They can have another spirit. But you must have the spirit of the house. And having the spirit of the house, you have to learn to submit to authority. In Hebrews chapter 13 verse 17, the Bible says that obey those who have the rule over you. Amen. Amen. Because they watch for your souls. As they that must give account that they will do it with joy and not with grief. For it is unprofitable for you. So when you are in the church, or you, you must relate with your spiritual authority in such a way that they will speak joyfully about you and not with grief. Amen. If you think that you don't agree with the person, you don't flow with the person, then don't, don't be there and oppose him and fight him. Can I have an amen? Amen. Yeah. And when there is something and we are talking, it shouldn't take more than five minutes. When you come and say, yes, please. That, that. Just accept it. Don't, it, it shouldn't, there shouldn't be a debate. When you talk 10 minutes, 15 minutes, 20 minutes, anytime they call your matter, they, and then we are, we, there's debate. 30 minutes, one, one hour, then you are a very dangerous person. It, sh it shouldn't be the case. Amen. Amen. You see, when we're young, when you're young, they call you crazy. Yes, daddy. Crazy, but you say, yeah, daddy, we are sorry. Crazy. Maybe we may have serious explanation. But the fact that your daddy is unhappy about something, okay, then you change. And that is how you stay in the house. Can I have an amen? Amen. You, that's all the time that now your brothel has come. 
And then your, your reasoning ability, and this one did this, and they did it to me, and I'm not happy, and that did the way the last time, the way you walk in, and the way you, you, you did your eye to me, I didn't like it. What do you mean? What, what kind of behavior is that? It's a bad behavior. I said what? It's a bad behavior. Amen. And you see, you know the problem? Because many charismatic churches have arisen in our country, people think that there are many churches so I can go anywhere. But it's not everywhere you will thrive. And when you are uprooted, especially when a tree is uprooted, it, it dies. It is only a seedling. And the seedling must even be transplanted at the right time. We don't transplant seedling in the hot sun. So when things are going on, kitty, 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 and before, 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 and you transplant yourself, you die spiritually. Mm. I've seen many people like that. Mm. It may look like they are going to church. Oh. They'll be going to church, but they don't have any good spiritual relationship with God. Mm. Their lives are never the same. I pity them. We transplant when things are cool. Mm. That means that we transplant under blessing. Mm. We transplant under blessing. I've seen how many people left my pastor. They left it in the heat. They left in anger. They left it showing that. We'll show you. Somebody told Bishop that. I will show you how to build a mega church. And ask the person where is his mega church. I will show you this. I will show you that. I will show you. Why you show you who? Are you doing anything to impress human beings? It's, we, we don't do that. So don't be a striving person. Don't be somebody who says things to even agitate others who send kofu akuma. Are you getting me? Mm. One day, one day, somebody came here and gave me some gifts, book gifts. And then I decided to give the books to some of my pastors. But one of the books that remained was for a woman. And I felt at that time, pastors, Fred was so married. I felt it wasn't going to be helpful to him. So I rather gave it to a church member who was there. Then somebody walked to him after a service. Why, why is it that the man didn't give you any of them? He gave to the other pastors. He didn't give you. It means that he doesn't consider you as one of the pastors. That's why he didn't give you. Look at it. Spoiling the mind. Spoiling the mind. If he, he had not decided that he's a son and he was not convinced. You see, if you are not convinced about where you are and convinced about the relationship, Anybody can say anything in there. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody told Pastor said that. They said, me, I said, Nitiyehu. How, how can I say? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. He said in guy, he said, Oyicho, Ebo, or something. That is what the person, that's how he repeated it. Revike, Oyicho, Ebo. me. How can I say Oyicho? Have I created somebody's head before? And there's no way. Uh, have I insulted anybody, any of you? Since you came to the church, that you came and I insulted you. No. Maybe if you are doing something, I may show my own happiness. No. But no. I, I, I've never said anything like that. Cry. And so, yeah. And you see, it's a wicked person. But the interesting thing is that God had actually revealed himself to Pastor Seth. Mm. He told me I didn't even know. In a dream, that somebody told him that, follow this man. So he's in the church following me because of conviction. Hello? Hi. I am a pastor because of conviction. Because the moment I finished school, I had scholarship to go and study in America. I have opportunity to live outside the country for years. My wife's father is a professor in America. So apart from my own whatever, through her whatever, her family out there. So we could have just said, we are also going to live there. But we are here by conviction. We are doing this work by conviction. Amen. Amen. My siblings are there. All my siblings are there. 
When I was celebrating my birthday last year, before I died, this one had come from Canada, this one had come from America, this one had come from Europe, uh, England, and they were all there. Unannounced, they came to my house to come and pray for me. Isn't that a wonderful thing? Couldn't I have joined them? So if we are here, we are here because God has given us a call and a mandate. And don't try to spoil what we are doing. Amen. 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 You must be a supporter and an encourager. You must always be praying for your pastor. Because the devil doesn't like what we are doing. Amen. The devil doesn't like what you are doing. At all. To build a church building, to save souls, to give people money to go to school. There are many things that we do on the quiet that we don't tell you. We do for individuals. That's why, you see, some churches, the pastor will announce this, this, that for the whole world to do. But everybody and their style. Everybody and their call. Everybody and their listen. Amen. Amen. So if we don't announce things, that's why we don't do things for people. So if you are here, be a strong supporter. Be a great fan of this ministry. Amen. Be a great fan of the ministry. Can I have an amen? And many of you, as you came to this church, you have found marital partners. Yes. You found good friends. Yeah. Amen. Amen. You have found good friends. You are married beautifully. Oh, and when you are married, you see the way we conduct your wedding. Mm. I come, fast and pray, and come and pray from my heart. Mm. And you see the results also in your life. Amen. So when you start seeing the results, why should you now be angry and be talking, talking, and then not be favoring? Oh, oh, boy, When you go and talk that way. The you have not done well. Mm. Amen. Amen. Obey them that have the rule over you and submit. For they watch what? Over your souls. That when they mention your name, yeah, yeah. When my pastor sees me, he says, hey, Joe, man, Joe. Hey, Pastor Joe. Joe I'm, he's happy with me. You'll be seeing me smiling. 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 Happy. And he tells people, this guy served me well. Served me well. And every now and then, last December, I carried my whole family. All my children went there. And to, he said, I said, where are you? He said, I am here. And he showed me a secret place where he was. Wanted to go to his house. He said he was not at home. When everybody would be chasing him, thinking he would get him in his home, he showed me a secret place. And I went there. And I went and honored him. Amen. And he laid hands and spoke over our lives. And after that, we took selfie. <laughs> Isn't it a blessing? It's a blessing? So why should you live with somebody, serve the person, a person has blessed you, have married everything, and then you get your back? I found my wife and my children. I have left you. I don't know you again. I don't call you again. I think it's madness. Amen? Amen. It's, it's madness. Joke about it here with me. Yeah, it's madness for you to live with somebody for years. The person has made an input in your life. And one day, when you are not happy, or you think you have got all you want in life, and then you erase the person, you, you black out the person in your heart and your mind, it's not a good thing. Can I have an amen? Are we learning something here? So tell somebody, have the spirit of the house. Deuteronomy chapter 34 verse 9 just want to finish very soon Deuteronomy 34 9 and Joshua the son of Nun was full of the spirit of wisdom for Moses had laid his hands upon him 
And the children of Israel hearkened unto him and did as the Lord commanded Moses. Joshua had the spirit of Moses, which is the spirit of wisdom. Joshua, enya he, he carried the spirit of his father Moses. And Elijah also had the spirit of his father Elijah. That is why he performed, he was able to perform the miracles that Elijah performed. And if you take David, David's mighty men, the men who were around him, they were people who were disgruntled, those they were in debt. And yet they became David's mighty men. It means that when you go around a man of God with a good heart, the grace and anointing of God upon his life will touch you. In Numbers chapter 11 verse 17, we see Joshua, that Joshua had the spirit of Moses. He didn't carry the spirit of Elijah. No, Elijah. Whilst he was working with Moses. Ah, no, ni Moses. Eh, yeah, Juma. To carry the burden of the ministry with Moses, you need the spirit of Moses. Now, Moses was supposed to lead the people of Israel into the promised land. And the Bible said the burden was so strong. The burden is talking about the vision. So he went and complained to God that this thing that you are giving to me is too heavy for me. Earlier on, his father-in-law had told him that choose you wise men, choose you people who have got abilities. And yet, when he chose those people, they couldn't support him. So the thing, the people that can really support you are not the people with just giftings and abilities. Is a people with your spirit. So in the verse 16, let's start from 16. The Lord told him, he said, the Lord said to Moses, gather unto you 70 men of the elders of Israel, whom you know to be elders of the people and officers over them, and bring them unto the tabernacle of the congregation, that they may stand there with you. That they what? They will stand there with you. It means that, listen to me, you are supposed to stand with the leader and not to stand against. Can I have an amen? Amen. You are not an opposition. You are there to be. That's why you are an assistant. An assistant is what? It's a helper. Somebody who undergirds. Somebody who ensures that what the person you are standing for, you, you, you push him so that he can get it done. Can I have an amen? And God says, when you gather them, I will come down and talk with you there. And watch it. I'm finishing my sermon soon. And I will take of the spirit which is upon thee. The spirit that is talking about anointing. I will take of the spirit which is upon thee and I will put it upon them. And they shall bear the burden of the people with you. That you do not bear it not yourself alone. So God didn't take the spirit of Elijah to put it on Joshua. He didn't take the spirit of Abraham to go and put it upon upon Joshua. Joshua was uh, 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 Joshua was supposed to be working with Moses. And continue with the mini- help Moses in the ministry. And here, in this case, Moses was complaining and saying that I need to get you people to help you. 
If they are coming with their abilities, their abilities cannot help you. But I have put a spirit upon you. I have put an anointing upon you. And I will take that spirit that is upon you. And I will put it upon them. And when I put it upon them, they will be able to stand with you and bear the burden with you. So you cannot stand with the man of God to do the work effectively if you do not have his spirit. In fact, that's the reason why when you even train, when you train, when you train in Ghana and you want to go and practice nursing, Adelaide, you want to go and practice nursing in UK, you don't take your Ghana there and say your certificate. You go through an induction and get the spirit of nursing in the United Kingdom before you can practice. In fact, even when you go to teaching, teaching in America, every state, when you move, you're a teacher. And you move from one state, let's say from Oklahoma, and you go to, let's say, Chicago area, you've got to go and go through a training before you can teach over there. I hope you are getting me. So you must get the spirit of the house before you can go and then operate there. Are you getting what I'm saying? In the same way too, in order to be able to stand with the man of God, Push your friend and say, to stand with the man of God. You have got to get his spirit. You have to get his anointing. You have to connect to the grace of God. Upon him. So that you can work effectively with him. Other than that, you'll be in opposition to him. Amen. Because when you have his spirit upon you, you will see the way he's seeing. You will feel the way he's feeling. So when he's saying something, you begin to sympathize or empathize with him. You begin to connect with him. You begin to understand. You see, some, many of you don't know many things about the church. But those of you get a little closer, you say, that, hey, we don't know it's like that. See, when we're having programs, I realize that we, 12, when we are finished, long finished, 12, 1 o'clock, you are here. Is that not it? That's when you are packing your things. Some of you, some of, some of you, even 2 o'clock, that is when we are moving around. Meanwhile, two o'clock, some people have slept three times already. Mm. They've slept and dreamt. Mm. Those of you, Sundays, come here and see. Sundays, after here, you are going to eat breakfast if you haven't even eaten breakfast already. By the time it's about two o'clock, you have eaten your, your lunch. By the time it's about 6.30, you have eaten dinner. And some of us may not have eaten even anything. So you see, when you are closer, you can begin to feel how the ministry goes. So it is only when you receive the spirit of the house that is when you can function with the grace of the house and you can become effective. That is why, listen to me, with all respect to great men of God, Joel Austin, T.D. Jakes, Benny Hinn and co. You cannot receive the spirit of T.D. Jakes to come and operate here. Much as we, we get inspiration from all of them. Because their callings and co are different. The grace of God upon them is different. So if you are going to thrive in this church, then it means that you've got to connect to the grace of God in this house. Amen? There's been times that people have come to look for me. They say, I'm not there. They say, but we hear the man preach or the man is talking. And Pastor Seth is leading prayer. And the way he's talking, you think that it's me. It's not me. But it is a spirit that has come upon him. He's connected to the grace of God and the anointing of God. I hope you are getting what I'm saying. So you need to pick the spirit of the house. The spirit of this house is a joyful spirit. The spirit of the house is a spirit of what? Decency. 
It's not a spirit that we, we insult adults mm. and commentate. Mm -hmm. It's a spirit of paying tithes. Mm. It's a spirit of honoring adults. Mm. Amen. Yeah, I said, I've never insulted. Have I ever insulted you before? No. I'm even afraid. I'm even afraid. No, no, no. That's not how we're trained. So I don't expect you to sit there, if for nothing, respect the age of the person. And then respect the grace of God, the calling of God that God Almighty called the person. Amen. Amen. And God has also put a certain spirit and a certain grace upon the person for your life. So you, you, there are many things that you have to consider. And then if you are, when you are here, you must know that you are divine. You are saying we are what? Trees of righteousness. The planting of the Lord. So it is God who planted you here. That's what God planted me here. Amen. Amen. If God planted you here, do not approach yourself. And let me tell you, if you are in this church, it's not every time you will be happy about something. Then you are not a human being. There will be things, as people have married for years, I've married mommy for 27 years. Have you always been happy with me? No. Have you been happy with me all the time? Yeah. I mean, those things that she's not happy. And she too, she has done many things. Amen? Amen. Same. But we are stuck together. We are in it. Amen. She loves me too much. Amen. And it's getting better. Yeah. yeah. Why is she relating? So, listen, if you're in this church, don't move out the day I offend you. Then in the first place, you are not committed. Amen. Because I may do something that you may misunderstand. Or somebody can even say that daddy says, like somebody went and told Pastor Seth, that I said me, he has a dead head. His head is dead. And his brains are dead. And I was me. Meanwhile, I have never said anything like that. I hope you get what I'm saying. Eh, somebody, the same brother Maxwell. Somebody went to tell him that me, I'm angry with him. Okay, and the guy was wondering, the room he was staying, I was the one who had put him in the room. That time, I had put air conditioner there, and me, I didn't have air conditioner in my room, and yet he had air conditioner. I was paying so, so am I a foolish person to be angry with him, insulting him, and yet I put him in there, and then I have gone to give him money. And as a person went to report, I have even gone to lay hands on him to pray for him. That is why you have to be careful about voices. Sometimes the person who is in me can be tell is a mad person. Maybe some, some mad voice was speaking to him or through him to come and poison you. Amen. Amen. Yeah. It's, it's coming to us. And even apart from everything, ask yourself, what is the person in my life? What is it to me? Do not forget good things he has done in your life. Amen. Amen. Have you, didn't I come to your house to come and uh, 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 adore your children? Eh? Is it a good thing I came to do or not? So, the day you are angry with me, should you not remember the fact that, ah, if for nothing at all, my children, the one I call my children, this man came and held them. And prayed over them. And every time your children come and I have been laying hands on your children. And one day you get up and say, I'm taking my children, I'm going away. It is not correct. It's an evil spirit. Anytime you are in a place where it was a good place for you. And then a voice tells you, leave. I am telling you categorically without closing my eyes. 
with my eyes open and prophesying to you that it's a devil who is talking to you. No, 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 no. I don't need to do. By the anointing, I am telling you that it is the devil who has come to you and standing by your side and wants to stop your blessing. And the devil actually wants to kill you. He wants to take you away from a place where you flourish. Amen. Yes. Flourish. And there's a chair that God has given to you that he wants to uproot you. And he wants to shame your life. That's the reason why he's pulling you from that chair. Because, listen, for some of you, you are here. Divine protection that you are receiving, you have no idea. Divine protection. Yes. I received many revelations about you. Amen. Amen. When the son, the son was there and then he did the exams and he was not getting school. And he told me, when he said he hasn't got a school, I felt it like my own biological child. And I had to call, go to Ministry of Education, call some of the, somebody at the top place. And I said, please, madam, I just want to beg you. One of my sons, he needs this, 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 this. I had to call. When I call, I won't get it. Then I call the husband. I use every corner, every power so that this guy could get a school. And when he got to school, I am happy because he's my son also. He's my... Ba- oh. Amen. Yes. Amen. Yeah. Today he's going to that school because I had to step in. What his father could, biological father couldn't do, his spiritual father, by the grace of God, had the connection to be able to do. Yeah. That boy may be sitting at home or maybe put in some school, that will be, but he's been put in a good school. Don't really. All of them. I put them in schools. I just call. Phone calls. Phone calls. That is why it's important to be connected. Properly in the house. Phone calls. Yeah, that's why I say we do things, but we don't just shout them out. Can I have an amen? Phone calls. So stay committed. Stay connected. Be involved in what we are doing. And the day you are unhappy with me, don't get up and say, Maybe make a table. Something tells me I should leave. That's something I have come to tell you as a servant of God, as a prophet of God, as an apostle of God, and for somebody who has worked with God for 42 years by the grace of God, that I am telling you that it is the voice of the devil, and so do not follow the devil. Amen. And when you also go on transfer like she has done, do not forget us. Some of you, when you travel outside, we even call you, know, you won't mind us. I see we want that. At this age, what are you bringing me to eat? What, what, what dress do you do? That? What, what are you bringing me to wear? But it is fair that we are together as a family. Travel, hello daddy, hello mommy, whatever. You call and we relate spiritually and we pray. And maybe even where you are going or you've gone to, that person, that pastor there will not relate with you the way because he doesn't know. And most people, they like nice things. They don't know your beginning. If they knew your beginning, they wouldn't have blinked an eye. They wouldn't have winked at you. They wouldn't have minded you. They don't know your beginning. Yeah. And that's why I like this young lady. She will call every now and then. Send a message. Get connected. Somebody call from America. I say, you. When some of you are traveling, you use my car. It was my car that I put you in to take you to airport. My car. But they had no 
No gumption. It's an old word. That's a sense. Gumption. To send even a test. I don't deserve five pesos test. That foolish man. Thank you for giving me your car. To drop me at Kotoka Intention Airport. They don't know that maybe the anointing in the car didn't let them be brought back. Yes. 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 I'm telling you. Up till now, one of them came after he went, came here. He never even acknowledged that. Oh, thank you, daddy. Or thank you, church, whatever. Talking about where he is coming from. I said, Look, a foolish boy. You can't acknowledge your father. You can't acknowledge how you have been helped in the house. When you have been helped in a place, acknowledge it. Yeah. Be connected. Amen. Be connected. Last year, our sister had to go through a procedure. Who got to know of it? I was in Germany. Didn't I call you from Germany? I called Germany. I saw her face. Video call. And we're talking and we prayed over her life because she's part of us. She's part of us. So there's no neglect in this church. If you are in this church, you'll be, you'll be well taken care of. We'll preach to you. Whatever help that you need by the grace of God will stand with you. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm not out of time. I'm not out of word. <laughs> But time is a constraint. So I have to end. Amen. Amen. Tell somebody to flow with the culture of the house. Amen. Later I'm going to teach you. Part of our culture here is to dress well. Amen. Amen. So I've told the choir, said, don't come and stand here with flash shoe or something. Don't come. Somebody was coming to this, chair, this morning and as she was coming, she was not properly dressed. I just held her as I said, go and dress. Well. Finish dressing and come. Because this stage is a holy stage. It's a glorious place. So don't dress anyhow. You cannot dress well and go to the bank, work at the bank, and dress in racks and come to church to represent Jesus. Under normal circumstances, I'm not a sweet person. But I have to learn to dress well. Amen? Yeah, to represent Jesus well. If even counting money and taking people's money, bank is all susu. Dignified susu. That people go and put their money over there. They work for time. They put a condition on them. They work to the Kuntan. Every step, Kofosika. Every step, Kofosika. Yeah, 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 yeah. Kuntan, Kuntan. Bank is not bad. Working for bank is not better than working for God. Amen. 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 Or working anywhere. So if there's any place that you have to put on your best, it is the house of God. Amen. And, and next week I'm going to teach you about the fact that God himself said the priest should wear costumes. Amen. The priest should wear costumes. And we are the New Testament priests. That's why I expect offering receivers to dress nicely. Amen. Because you are coming to collect offering from the people of God. Amen. So I, don't wear chalewate, don't wear slippers, don't dress anyhow. Dress like a diplomat, a representative of Jesus Christ. Yeah. One day again, one of our choristers wore 
short shorts. Wear short the way it is. And coming to stand here, if you wear short shorts, you come and stand here. Wouldn't that thing push there? It means your thighs and your hips, the dukui, the girl to her dukui, huge whatever. And she was standing there. And I said, what is this? So, a message was sent to her that sister, much as we like your singing, your demeanor, me with the men, what we see worries us. So please, we want to hear the singing and the preaching and not that this is. So, you just excuse yourself, go and change and come so that you dress appropriately. The person, she, went, she went and was crying. I said, foolish girl. When mommy was working at the bank, sometimes when even her boss, who is much younger than, she's much younger than, he said that, you haven't dressed this properly. Go and do it. And she has to go and change. Yes, I'm telling you. You will change. If the bank girl can tell you to go and change, how about the house of God? So when you come here, I'm expecting that you all dress properly. Amen. Amen. Yeah. If God has numbered our hair, not that he knows the number that your hair is uh, 3,002, but this is number one. This is number 482. This is number 586. Number the God knows the numbers of your hair. He has numbered your hair. Then it means that you've got to keep your hair look good. Amen. Amen. Yeah. So those of you who keep the beard, let the beard be trimmed properly. Yeah. Not that there's Dodoa forest here and there. We don't know what is sticking out. Your hair must be combed. The ladies, you must wash your hair. If you, are, you, are, you, are, you serve in the house of God, let your hair smell good. Yeah. Somebody say, are we preaching? It is in the Bible. I'll open the scripture to you. It's in the Bible. Amen. Your hair must look good. Your face must look good. Amen. You don't eat contour bread, see when then your, your teeth are bright. <laughs> Hello, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. There you are there. We don't know whether your teeth are green or they are brown or whatever and all those things. Am I preaching here? You want to look good and you want to look sharp and you want to be a representative of Jesus. And when you are dressing, please dress decently. We don't want to see two footballs in front of people shining. Cover your chest well. Your Please cover you know, some of you, when we are praying for you, then you are now doing like this. <laughs> and then the pastor also doesn't know where you should, and especially the weddings. Some of you, one day, somebody was having a wedding. As we were praying for the person, then the, the thing was also tubeless or something. So all of a sudden now, the dress are gone now. Ah! You don't know where to look at. They say, oh Lord, oh Lord, deliver us from evil. Let them, we say, we plead the blood. Let the blood speak. Let the blood speak. You are, you are worried the service. You are worried the preacher. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for me to end. <laughs> Give the Lord a shout of praise.
Hallelujah. Amen. You just want to talk to God a minute and say, Lord, help me to be committed in your house. Help me to live for you. Help me that I'll be a useful vessel. Let me be a useful vessel in your house. In the name of Jesus. Don't let any wind blow me away from your house and your presence. May I be like a tree of righteousness. The planting of the Lord. Bearing fruit. In my life. Lord be glorified. Be glorified. Hallelujah. Any good thing. Lift your voice and talk to God right now in the name of Jesus. Say, Lord, have your way in my life. Have your way in my life. Open doors unto me. Let me experience your goodness, your provision, your protection, your supernatural. Do glorious things in my life in the name of the Lord Jesus. Kalosi kana lodi kana zondele bara akondo le bashakaba emobori adababa. I will worship you. Lift you high above the earth and the heavens. I will worship you. I will worship you. Lift you high. Lift you high above the earth and the heavens. You are Come on, lift your hands. 
worship you. Lift you up. and every disease we command them to bow to the name of Jesus for the mention of the name Jesus every knee bows shame bows sickness bow poverty bow lack of marriage bow lack of children bow lack of finances bow whatever is lacking in their lives we make a declaration for provision provision Protection, Amen. preservation, Amen. promotion. Amen. Receive this in Jesus' name. Jesus. I declare that may your description change for good. Amen. Those of you who own shops from today, may you receive new customers. Amen. More customers. Amen. More clients Amen. to come and relate with you. Anybody with any form of businesses, may your business begin to flourish, Amen. flourish, 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 flourish. I release a spirit of flourishing. Receive more contracts. Receive more contracts. Receive more open doors. Receive. Let the heavens be open. May the rains of God come upon you. May your life become like a water garden. Ever fruitful. Ever flourishing. Ever green. Receive the evergreen life. The evergreen life. Evergreen life. Every project your hands have begun to do, may your hands finish it. Finish your building. Finish your building. Finish your building. Raise up the business. May the capital come. May the doors open. International doors open. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Receive new shops. Receive new shops. Receive faithful workers. Loyal workers. Helpers. Wherever you pass, in the name of Jesus, may your superiors love you. May your junior cherish you. May your colleagues honor you. May it be well with you. In the name of Jesus. Any accident of yours that went under the water, may it come up again. Any blessing that the enemy tried to snatch, we make a declaration. Receive it back. Receive it back. Receive it back. In the name of Jesus. We cast growth to go. Amen. We cast diseases to vanish from your system. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. We pray that this year, 
there will be harvest of marriages. Harvest of marriages. Harvest of weddings. Harvest of children. Harvest of babies. Harvest of businesses. In the name of Jesus. What the enemy said you cannot get. We declare may he come to you. Any Goliath standing in front of you. May that Goliath fall. Goliath fall. Shame fall. Frustration fall. Confusion fall. In the name of Jesus. In the evil eye monitoring you. We cast that eye to be blinded. In the evil eye monitoring you to try to take away what is yours. We destroy their impact. In Jesus' precious name. May God stand for you. May God give you the upper hand. Receive the upper hand grace. Receive the upper hand grace. May somebody like you. May somebody like you. Go on the link. And show you uncommon favor. This month. Let it be the beginning of glorious months. Your star that was hidden. May your star be seen. May the spotlight of the Lord shine on your life. I said, may the spotlight of the Lord shine on your life. May the spotlight of the Lord shine on your life. If they say you should be the last, now may you move to the first. If they say you should be down, now may you move to the top. May you move to the top. May you move to the top. If they say you should go through shame, man, may you walk in honor. In the name of Jesus. Those who look down on you, may they look up to you. Those who walk on you, may they hold you like precious hands. In the name of Jesus. And every good thing that has delayed, I speak as a prophet of God, may it be accelerated. May it come to your doorstep. May it locate you. May nobody cross, may nobody cross you and take what is yours. May all that is yours come to your address. I speak as a prophet of God. I speak as a servant of God. I speak as an apostle of God. And I speak as a pastor of this church. And I bless you with the blessings of heaven. Amen. May the dew of heaven fall on you. Amen. May your life be flourishing Amen. from today. In Jesus' precious name. Amen. Amen. Oh. Oh. I see angels in the house. I see angels in the house. I see angels in the house. I see angels. Angels. Angels are on assignment in the house. I see angels on assignment in the house. It's amazing how some people remember the prayers I pray. Last week, when I was at the graduations, two men came to me. He said, Someone said, You came and spoke twins. It's happened. That person said, You prophesied this and that. And it's, it's happened. He said, Yes. And someone said, You said within three months. My beloved fiancé was going to get married to me, and it happened. May every blessing that has been pronounced here, may it happen in your life. Drive new cars. Amen. Receive new lands. Amen. Build houses. Amen. I declare supernatural debt cancellation. Amen. Anybody who is in debt here who cannot sleep from today sleep like a baby. Amen. And I declare that debt ruled out cancelled may it never be a weight on your head again may your life 
experience profiting. 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 In the name of Jesus. Those of you who have never been able to smile properly from today, smile. Laugh. Laugh. As Sarah laughed, may you receive laughter. Who are Sarah's child? Thank you, Holy Spirit. And Isaac means? Laughter. You know when angel talk, spoke to her, she laughed? Yes. From today, may your laughter start. Amen. And may your miracle be named laughter. Amen. Receive it in Jesus' name. May your laughter start. Amen. Your laughter is starting today. Amen. The 7th of April. Yes. Laughter has begun. 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 In the name of Jesus. I see some people getting new cars here already. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I saw five brand new cars out there. In the precious name of Jesus. Oh. People are receiving babies right now in Jesus' name. People are wearing, wearing wedding gowns. Wedding gowns, wedding gowns, wedding gowns, wedding gowns. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I see business, international, international doors for businesses. International transactions. Some of you have never done, you've never gone anywhere. You've not gone to Togo. But listen, after today, doors are opening internationally for you. International doors are opening. In the name of Jesus. Say, Pastor, what are you talking about? Yes, I go. A certain great man of God invited me in the church. I said, God is giving somebody $50 million. When God told me 50, it was a very heavy thing for me. But I spoke it. After the service, somebody came to me and said, I, I am the one. And within a couple of weeks, the person got went to Switzerland, got a $50 million. $50 million. Not $50,000, $50 million. There was a business transaction. There was a business something. And that money came. She got the money. 50 million dollars. Yeah. She's a dollar millionaire. It's changing. Your situation is changing. Your description is changing. I said your description is changing. Your description is changing from today. In the name of the Lord Jesus. I see somebody who was down there. Who has been lifted up by a big hand. And placed at the top. To be exhibited in the name of the Lord Jesus. Exhibition. Your life will be exhibited. Your grace will be exhibited. Your honor will be exhibited. Hitherto it was hidden, but now it shall be seen. And it shall be acknowledged by all. In Mohodi Hatani Hadaya, Shavini Mataya Baboya. Somebody, what you are doing was weak. But I see a hand holding your hand and strengthening your hands. Your hands are being strengthened. Receive strength. Receive it now. In the precious name of Jesus. Father, I give you praise. I give you worship. I give you honor. I give you adoration. In the name of Jesus. I see CEO written. Three CEOs. I see at least three CEOs. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. It's happening. It's happening. One day, I went to a certain 
chief superintendent's office. And then, as I was praying with the person, I said, I told her, I can see ACP. Those days, and I said, I said, I said, what is ACP? And she told me, said, assistant commissioner of police. Shortly after, within a few months, she was promoted to assistant commissioner of police. I didn't know what it was. So what I'm seeing is what I'm declaring. And as I'm declaring it, the hand of the Lord is performing it. Because Isaiah 44, 26 says that God confirms the words of his servants and he performs the counsel of his messengers. Some of you just begin to jump and be leaping for joy. Because there's excitement in the air. My Lord and my God, I thank you for your uncommon pro promotion. Promotion has come to the house. Promotion has come to your life. Receive the promotion. Receive the promotion. Receive the promotion. In the name of Jesus. You know why you are receiving the promotion? Because your father has received promotion. Promotion to his come to you. Promotion is coming to you. Anytime you live with the father and mother and they promote them, they, they give them better facilities. So you, your life also receives automatic receiving of better facilities. Amen. You shall be honored in a special way. I said honored in a special way. Those who used to look at you, they used to bypass you. They will recognize you. I said they will recognize you and they will honor you in the name of Jesus. Friday I went somewhere and then the person were asked to go and see. The person just moved said, please come and sit down. So went to sit down. The moment we went to the person said, I know you. I said, yeah. He said, years ago. He said, you came to preach to us in this place. It's a big man who see him was very difficult. He said, he stopped what he was doing. And then he said that, not only that, but apart from the work he does, no, no, he's a pastor as well. He said, you came to preach to us in our pastoral meeting. And that many years back, you happened to give us, give me a lift in your car. The person was to attend to us and do some special things for us. So now, the thing turned into lively conversation and it became another thing altogether. Promotion is coming to you. Amen. Yeah. He took us to a special place, special room, to sit down and relate to us special. You shall be treated specially. Amen. Oh, the amen was sweet. Amen. I said, you shall be treated specially. Amen. Special treatment is coming to somebody. Amen. Why am I spending time to say this? Because what you, what you say is what happens. Yes. So I don't have to let it stay in my stomach. I must speak it out Amen. for it to happen in your life. Amen. Some of you are going to get wild, great jobs. Amen. Powerful jobs. Amen. That will bring you good monies. Amen. Cash is coming. Amen. Receive the grace. Amen. Receive the anointing for exploits. I receive it. May the oil of the Lord be so strong upon you. Amen. In the name of Jesus. From today, may your description become a glorious one. Amen. In Jesus' name. Amen. 
today and said, preacher, today may be my first time. I want to give my life to Jesus to be my Lord and my Savior. I want to raise your right hand. I want Jesus to be my Lord, my King, my Master. Raise your right hand so I can pray with you. God bless you. If you have lifted that hand up, come to me, dear. Come to me. I want to pray with you especially. Come to me. Give that hand. You want to give your life to Jesus. Oh, come on to Jesus. Flourish in your cause and grow up in you. In Jesus' precious name. Amen. 